Welcome to episode 33 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Brian Levin. And I'm Ren Jackson. This is the second part of our first ever two-part, two-session Aussie... Aussie pod... Podfest? What he's trying to say is we had the same guests back on the show. So the first episode, Russell was supposed to come on. He happened to bring Mark along with him. This time, Mark was supposed to come on and he brought Russell back with him. So this is our, our first time where we've had the same guests twice in one week really awesome talking to both of them because generally we don't get to see them because they live in australia no we got to talk about some really cool stuff um no one in the world knows more about file types than mark does so we got to talk a lot about psds and pdfs and anti-aliasing gamma you're about <laughs> to learn something if you listen to the point and hopefully but before you do we are still nominated for the net awards podcast of the year you, they haven't taken us off the site yet we still are. On we there. still we're holding on to the nomination. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, uh, head to designdetails.fm. That's our website, and we have a banner along the top. You can go and vote for us, and every vote counts. It's really, really helpful. Uh, we would love, love to be podcast of the year at the Net Awards. So if you are enjoying listening, or if you've been listening for a while, uh, check it out. Go to designdetails.fm. Of course, if you have thoughts, feedback, suggestions, criticisms, complaints. Hit us up on Twitter. We're at Design Details FM, or you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, five stars would be awesome. Or you can leave us a comment. We read all of them. They're super fun to read. So thank you to everyone that has done so already. Before we get into the episode, huge thank you once again to Dropbox for making this episode of Design Details possible. As you know, Dropbox is a free, easy way for designers to get more stuff done. Uh, it doesn't really matter what you're working on, whether you're brainstorming, whether you're working in high fidelity mockups. Dropbox is the perfect place to collect all of your images, all of your work, all of your assets, safe in the cloud. So no matter what happens, it's always there for you. Yep. Even before they sponsored us, uh, the show wouldn't have been possible without Dropbox. We use Dropbox for everything. I mean, our our computers have, what, 250 gig hard drives? Mm -hmm. And yet we can store tons of back episodes in the cloud without syncing them down. It's wonderful. Selective syncing is so good. And it's wonderful for sketch files, Photoshop files, anything that you're really working on in your design life, throw it on Dropbox. Not only is it going to be safe in the cloud, but Dropbox has some really awesome collaboration tools. So you can not only work with other designers on your team, but also non-designers. So you have like comment features so people can leave feedback. And if someone screws up your stuff, like Brian does, you've got previous versions. You finally got version control on your regular files. So stop sending dozens of emails with attachments and links going all over the web to old versions of files and renaming files. Just throw it in Dropbox, send a link to your coworkers. They can comment right there. It's going to update automatically as you save your files. It's, it's an amazing tool. Designers should use it. Developers should use it. And it's going to make your design life a whole lot easier. So thank you to Dropbox. Visit them at dropbox.com. And with that, let's get to episode 33 with Mark Edwards and Russell Ivanovich. You're back. <laughs> We've released everything. It's all shipped. Did you fix your server? You released some new Pocket Cast uh, shirts? Yeah, like. yeah. Yeah, we did. It's very pretty. It's got the logo. Um, did I fix the server issue? Yes, sort of. So I fixed it the way a non-server engineer would, and it now reboots itself every hour. So Okay. It's not the actual... I should point out... It's Our not, podcast showed up on time server, today. Server. So it's not the server oh, that yeah. handles all the requests. It's... Uh, it's a separate process that goes and like, looks for podcasts. So it's finding all the podcasts. That's, okay. That's the main thing. Well, temporary yeah. hack. 
What's what? up? Temporary <laughs> hack or permanent <laughs> hack? <laughs> Whatever you want to call hack. it. Let's just classify it as a hack. <laughs> it's a fix. It's a fix until Phil, Phil gets back sure. from holidays and then, then he'll fix it properly. Sounds good. So I guess the big news is WWC keynote and State of the Union today, right? Yes. Yeah. What'd you guys think? Uh, I really liked the State of the Union. Amazing stuff like in there. Yeah. Uh, the keynote, I really liked up until the last, I don't know, 40 minutes. I think I lost track at that point. Yeah, I got really weird all of a sudden. When that, as soon as they said one more thing, it was like, hmm. Because the thing is, when they said one more thing, like, I don't know about you guys, but I expected like a streaming music service. I just didn't expect 45 minutes of like, yeah, what happened? Explaining it. Yeah, it, and uh, I don't think <laughs> Jimmy Yvine Iovine. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Iovine is that it? Iovine. Um, I I don't I think that's it. Underst- I don't think he understood the joke that he said one more thing in a re- revolutionary music streaming service or something like that. Music no, I so I don't know what it was like in the the stream, but live like, he everybody laughed and he paused. Yeah, and he looked up at the slide because I think he thought, oh, there's something wrong with the slide," and then yep. he realized there was nothing wrong with the slide. And <laughs> yeah, I just don't think he got it. It was it really, it was really yeah. funny though. Yep, yep. All of the non, well, actually, all the presenters felt a little bit awkward. Um, yeah. to me, Federighi like, got big applause. That was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> he probably got the biggest applause of everyone. Yeah, that was hilarious. He's a superstar, that guy though. He's yeah. got the hair. He's got the personality. I guess we're not here to critique the presentation. No. Though, so. I clapped for Q when he came in and relieved Iovine. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even there. No. I was at a different event mm-hmm. with Mark. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, okay. So, we started with uh, OS ten. We skipped the stats this time. Yeah. Th- that was good. And, you know, if everything's going Things well. Things are going great. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Obviously, yeah. they... um, I, I can't remember how long the whole event was, but... Long. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah, so obviously a lot, a lot to get through. So Went I for think the IO, probably, like, yeah, probably a smart way to to start. To yes. Just don't worry about it. If I do wish they'd had announced Apple Watch general sales numbers. That would have been cool to see. I've, so, I've heard some conspiracy theories that people were like, oh, they didn't sell many. Yeah. That's why they didn't announce it. But I've seen those things. I everywhere. think they're, they're, they're on back everywhere. order. And I, I know. I well, thought, they're I everywhere in to San Francisco. At least I think there's way to way more to it. Um, the last earnings call. Hey, let's turn this into a finance podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think the last earnings Mark call. Simcoe. Things have been uh, shuffled around so that the Apple Watch stats may never be known. So, yeah, it sounded like uh, I think they were can, grouped into an other category. Yeah, something like that. So I think what? you can. I think you can assume things are going well. And I think you can assume you're not going to get stats. And that's yeah. kind of the end of it. That's, that's all there is. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's yeah. an accessory to the iPhone. The iPhone is still the big boss. Sure, sure. It's probably just competitive reasons. That's, and that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Amazon don't release stats. Samsung don't release stats. The only, ra- the only reason there's vague numbers floating around for those is because there's, um, there's uh, I think, companies that monitor the channels, the mm-hmm. um, sales channels. So, yeah, it's really just doing You can make estimates. <laughs> yeah. So that's okay. Horace, did you can guess? I, I, I think Apple's doing all right, though. That's that's the takeaway. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not. He wasn't money. wrong. He was not <laughs> lying. <laughs> and obviously at WWDC, there's only kind of two kinds of people attending: those who have watches and those who want to watch. So, or have ordered it and can't get it yet. So, didn't they make a joke about getting watches? I I maybe I missed that. I don't remember. I thought someone said they were getting a watch. It's a lot announced as. Two and a half hours is a long time. Yeah, yeah. so let's break it down into uh, the next uh, 50 minutes. <laughs> OS X. OS 10. Come on. El, el Does Capitan? It matter? Is that how you pronounce el Capitan. it? El Capitan. i got to know what this is. That's going to get so annoying. I know nothing about American geography. Is this like some kind of mountain is, or something? It is a large 
rock structure. Are you so, so, so in Yosemite. It's inside Yosemite. So it's a geographical feature of Yosemite. Yes. It's a vertical rock formation, actually, inside and Yosemite <laughs> National Park. <laughs> I'm glad Mr. you Wikipedia knew that just pants. off the top uh-huh. of your head. And, and I think that set the tone. It's it's something inside Yosemite, so it's yeah. a refinement of Yosemite. Which leopard, is, snow leopard, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. same sort of thing. That Maybe works. an even classier way of doing it. That works. Yeah. Just doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, but neither did Mavericks and a whole bunch of other things, and you get used to them, I think. Fair enough. Uh, how, how do you guys pronounce that here? Mavericks? No, uh, El, El Capitan? Everyone's going to say it as El Capitan. Okay. Even though it should be El Capitan. Okay, there you go. What are you going to do? That's the pronunciation podcast. The first thing, you can now shake your cursor to find your cursor. Yeah, that was weird. That was I, weird, huh? It was weird, but I, do I didn't that know all I was time. supposed to be paying attention yet. Yeah. It's that I don't mind that. No, I don't mind it. Everyone does it, so you know. (laughs) It's just a funny It's a weird thing to lead with. And that's enough time to spend on that feature. (laughs) (laughs) On to the next. (laughs) Um did anything jump out to you guys that was particularly exciting? Uh lots of small refinements. I think um metal is is kind of metal's gonna be exciting. It's exciting, it's interesting. So I don't know uh, um so this OpenGL uh has some issues the current versions of OpenGL, mm-hmm. and Metal addresses those and does a great job of it. Uh, DirectX 12, I think, is, is kind of similar in that it lets lower level access and um, doesn't have the same threading issues and all kinds of stuff. Um, the successor to OpenGL has been announced, Vulkan. So I don't quite know where this, this fits with, with Vulkan and what that means if OS ten will now not get Vulkan or if it's going to get it, but maybe... If Apple aren't using it for all their their Windows Server and all the other stuff, then maybe it won't get the same treatment that OpenGL has has got. Uh, so it's hard to know. I mean, obviously, Metal in itself, if you just um, separate it as, as the one one API or feature or whatever framework, whatever you call it, uh, that in itself is awesome. That's mm-hmm. great, brilliant. But yep. it's just a matter of uh, what that means strategically and what it means for um, apps and games. And, and I mean, certainly, it's not it's not just games that'll that'll use Metal. Uh, it could be apps as well, but but games and cross-platform games, and it's just hard to unroll that one right now. I think we're going to have to wait and see how that plays out. But I I, I really want I want Vulcan on OS ten for lots of reasons. I saw a few suggestions of maybe this will make Sketch better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might. I I, I don't know how the rendering works at all, but I think it's glitchy. It will for the um. Well, it probably won't fix that. It's probably going to make core image a lot faster. Uh, it probably won't make core graphics a lot faster, which is the actual vector drawing. And it, one of the the most expensive things to do when you've got um, when you uh, when you use the GPU is to pass bitmaps or pass data textures back from the GPU to the CPU. So going forwards and backwards, that's really expensive. So if you want, you, if you can, you, you want to keep everything entirely on the GPU. But I'm, I I don't know enough about core graphics to know where the the benefits there are. But, yeah, I, I mean, I think there is. I, I don't know enough about core graphics, but let me tell you, core graphics is like the minutest of details. I, I think the 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 simple answer is yes. It probably will help. It probably will help. Will Any, it anything help? anything that uses core graphics and and core image will probably okay. get helped. So that means um, Pixelmator, Acorn, Sketch, uh, anything else. Not Affinity probably because I think they're like pure OpenGL. So. Well, okay. that was the other interesting thing. So the the two big apps that they demoed were After Effects and Illustrator, like both Adobe apps. And they're like, you know, they've seen seven or eight times improvements in, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that the, those are the two apps that they chose. I don't know what you guys think. As opposed to? As opposed to like their own internal apps, like 
Final Cut, for example, instead of oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that was weird. Photos. And then Photoshop, which is like probably one is of it the, weird or do you think it's do you think it's even more impressive to highlight a third party? So it's like we've got these frameworks. I mean, that's what WWDC is it's, all about. It's that selling weird frameworks. new open source Apple. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but and again, uh, someone who knows more might be able to correct me on this. But I, I think a lot of the um, the OpenGL and uh, CUDA and other um, GPU enhanced stuff in Adobe's apps is generally for specific portions and specific functions. And um, like if you do a, if you open up a massive photo and you use a, a Gaussian blur, um, I believe that's all GPU. And that means it's really quick, but it doesn't necessarily help everything. So when they're saying like eight times performance, that doesn't mean like the entire app is just eight times faster. It means certain functions that they've rewritten in metal will be eight times faster, which is still awesome, but it doesn't, it's not necessarily the the silver bullet that you might be expecting. Will it help the anti-aliasing gamma for vibrancy? <laughs> uh, it, well, actually, <laughs> now that you mention I mean, it, maybe, that's the real fix. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe metal means they can, uh, they can then do more. So not only do you get battery savings, but maybe they'll be, um, cause that's all fixable. Like anything mm-hmm. is, anything's fixable, but it's just a matter of, um, how, how, how much GPU and CPU resources you want to allocate to it. And, and also engineering time to find a fix and, and do it properly. But anything, anything can be done as the Epic games demo showed. Mm-hmm. I think they said they'll, except like, for if you turn your feet, stay planted. Yes. That was the only weird part about that. It's just like oh, right, right. spinning on the asphalt. <laughs> I think they um, said there were 64 effects layers. I'm yeah. assuming that's yep. like full screen shader passes or something that they often use in games. Um, again, I don't, I'm, yeah, I don't know that much about it, but it sounds like. But you know everything about it. Well, well, I mean that's that's similar to the OS 10 blur. That's that's okay. Similar sort of, uh, similar sort of thing that has to be done. So there's it's it's that shader fragment shader based. Um, compositing that's that's after you know after, after i recognize else some of those rated. words yeah okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. well so it's funny that you talked about them highlighting the third-party apps the one that jumped out to me the most and i have it up on my computer now is how much they're pushing notes across yeah, the whole keynote sure. you like, mean you mean vesper in yellow yes <laughs> <laughs> osx ios like yeah. every example a lot of examples were just like now let's see how this works with notes yeah interesting to see them push that yeah that's kind of interesting i mean notes is like in os 10 you always had text edit which is always yeah i don't know it's kind of seemed like it's the app you just type into for fun like you don't use it like in anger or anything and it seems like they're trying to build like text edit all the time you use text edit all the time you're insane what year is it insane (laughs) (laughs) text do do you use the the rich text formatting or did you use it for plain text i use both the plain text, like I can forgive. Well, you but if you use it for rich text, like we're, I've sent you stuff in rich text from TextEdit. No, I have. No, all the change, any app we've ever worked on together, <laughs> all the changes were sent as TextEdit rich text. Anyway, I only want it in notes format. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Bryn? I think I'm not going to use notes anyway. Why do you think they're pushing so hard on that? Um, because they. It, it's a core function for a lot of people and they've kind of not done well for a long time. And I think it's the one app that you can kind of use for everything. You can like make a to-do list, you can paste things in there. It kind of shows off all the new things that they're putting into, I guess, the text editing like engine type thing. Wasn't it you, Bryn, joking about how you don't have a real app until you like deconstruct the links into link previews? Unfurling. 
until unfurling. you yeah <laughs> until you unfurl- <laughs> i saw that, and no, that was, i think that was sam sofas actually unfurling all the links yeah. but yeah. The, the real question for or me is Caleb. are they going to use standard markdown or like a different flavor of <laughs> markdown because <laughs> so, i said a variant of markdown oh, so that was markdown in the notes app wait is yeah. it apple favored markdown <laughs> that'd be amazing so so we get markdown for yeah. swift comments as well as yeah. notes app i'm yeah. i'm I, I, i'm i'm all for more markdown i actually didn't hear them say markdown so oh, for the i was stuff? like this looks like, like markdown they should use markdown <laughs> right. i think that would have been too much gruber in one show it was lots lots of gruber he I mean, got got nice. and, and markdown yeah, 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 features yeah. i noticed that they never clicked on his uh his, his news article though i was disappointed it's just there but they subscribed <laughs> What else on OSX? Spotlight. Across the board, Spotlight was like my favorite thing. I love just searching for things on my computer instead of actually browsing to them. I do not like browsing to things. And I constantly am like um, Brian or my coworkers or my wife or anyone else. Like I'll watch them like browse to an application. I'm like, why are you doing this? (laughs) (laughs) When do I do that? Why do you hate yourself so much? Yeah, or browsing that, to a file. That was really interesting. I, I guess the the one interesting part is they showed off like you know show me on this holiday in 2013 or show my wife like doing whatever. But it, I wonder if some of that stuff still requires you to tag things. Like it seems weird after Google demoed you know their thing last week. That's like you know tag nothing. Like we'll figure out how to tag it. That Apple's like yeah you can do the same sort of thing, but I hope you've got like your tagging sorted out. I felt like there was this weird, almost mirror image going on back and forth between what happened to io and what happened today yeah especially like, like even just the small things like natural language processing like in the finder search for documents that i worked on last june yeah is that i don't know is that how people would search for documents well, that feels so say awkward photos last june from a certain place like from san francisco he also did show things i worked on last june or oh something. i didn't see that yeah like and i mean photos of someone makes sense photos of a place makes sense but I don't know. Show things I worked. Uh, anyways, I guess they're just showing off the natural language. Photos of karaoke was cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, was cool. like the fact that it recognized what karaoke was. I don't know if he had to label it into an album or what. But yeah, how did that do? Uh, I mean, unless they've done something magical, I would think he would have had to label that as like karaoke, basically. But I mean, Google's really good at crawling things. Like that's their specialty. Really, is finding meaning in like pages, like web pages, right? Yeah, that's what they really do well. Apple, as far as I know, has never really done that that great. So, I mean, this is a good first step in that direction to me. I'm happy with it. I'm I'm okay adding some meta tags and shit. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> meta tags and, you know, other things. Um, I guess a lot of stuff from the keynote that we're just going to have to wait and see yeah, how, how, how it works. And the one thing I do love about, I mean, I know we're not talking about iOS yet, but um, both uh, OS X and iOS seem to have lots of really really small nice tweaks mm-hmm. and there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that i'm i'm excited for that just is gonna make life easier and better san francisco versus helvetica do we have a an answer on that one it looks like it's well they definitely had a new font in there and it right. sounds like it might be a variant of san francisco called sfns okay cool cool because i think the um i mean again i haven't seen it i certainly yeah. haven't seen it in detail but um the x height on the watch of san francisco is quite big and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that makes a lot of sense yeah, on the watch they, they had some weird variants of it yeah like there was a bold like wide like ex- right expanded okay. like font and it had really weird kerning and but again it's it'll a get there. as well yeah so it's, exactly yeah. but i mean even from the the first time they released san francisco unless it was on the watch it always ex- appeared very like expanded like the letters were very separated which i thought was weird i haven't used it on anything other than the watch so i don't have a comment 
All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> what were some of the nicest touches that you liked? Because there was a bunch that stood out to me as well. Right. I'm trying to remember because it's... Mouth shaking. Uh, hold, hold, hold Mouth shaking really blew you away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like, uh, I'm not sure if we saw it in the keynote or not, but the the searching settings for iOS. I'm trying to think of iOS 10 yes. features. There's... OS 10, they had the one where you could split the windows, didn't they? So it would automatically windows. take like a certain window splitting screen. And, and, yeah. Right, that seems pretty cool. I'm not sure I'm going to use that. Uh, Expose, I don't really use that much. Um, do you want to... I use uh, sh- a lot. Shameful admission. <laughs> I use... I, I use you um, use text edit rich text. You don't use Expose. <laughs> Who are you? Syracuse and, and I use, Jesus. And I use Launchpad. And I love oh, it. Oh, what? <laughs> Hot corner. Got so it. Awesome. That's the shameful admission. Yes. <laughs> I see. This is like... Wow. This is where you live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like. Oh, so so you can, you know, how you use Spotlight for um. So you're you're browsing to apps. Why do you hate yourself? <laughs> you can search for those. Okay, so ha- let me let me let me um ask you. How do you how do you Spotlight for something when you um when you want to just say you want to la- use Spotlight as an app launcher? What do you do? I actually use Alfred for one. Okay, okay. Let's just so say using it's Alfred. Close, right? Um, and it's getting closer every day. Um, how I do you do it? I search the name. But, but, but what's the what's the workflow? You hit a keyboard shortcut? Yeah. Or do you... Yep. Command space. Right, cool. Just okay. like the spot. Command space! Yeah, I, I don't use it. Adobe yet, so I can't use that. What? Command space is um, like zoom in. I think something. I deleted that right off the bat. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably did. Probably did. Yeah. So for me, I just um throw the cursor in the bottom left and that, that opens launchpad and then you can start typing. And so you can launch apps from there. You you could change the well, bottom left to launch spotlight. You know what? We're not here. We're not. We're not here to judge Mark's workflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. yeah but whatever, I'm only using it for apps. The, so the least. I don't hate myself. The person I should least much. criticize their workflow is Mark. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh no, no. I, there's one more question we have. Do you use uh, what's that thing called? Launch the built-in launcher thing that looks like iOS, and you can. That's, that's the one. That's yeah, the one. That's, that's what, what he uses. That's what? the one I use. This one. That's what you, I thought you were talking about some third-party app. You use this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's really awesome. But yeah. use a hot you corner. Got, you you use, do you use the gesture? The, do, you, do you arrange all these and put them in folders? No, and it's just a mess. But you didn't type to search. I have all... Are you the thing is, So it's like a secondary dock for me because I have... Wow. You, you, you know you can drag... I don't you, want the first dock. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can... Oh, don't you? I like, I like the dock. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so different. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Is your dock on the bottom or is it... On one of the sides. Oh, no, mine's definitely at the bottom. Okay. Well. Do you keep it exposed all the time? Yes. I don't get it. Dude, Dude we, we just can't be friends, can you, we? You have so little vertical space. Yeah. All right. That's it. Whatever. Well, no, no, because when I'm using Photoshop, I'm like FF mode, you know, where you just nothing. No Chrome, nothing. Just black screen, your design. Keyboard shortcuts. Interesting. I'm excited to see what some of the other full screen... I like the full screen preview they had for Mail. Where like yeah, look cool. the window will just kind of nest at the bottom, where until now it would. I can't it, remember. What it'll it break is. out of full screen, right? It'll break you out of full screen. Well, it it doesn't break you out of full screen. No? It just adds a little window to the bottom, like your your the new your, one. Your, your composed view okay. hides at the bottom, and right. then it can be split into tabs too. Right. I'm talking of, about what's current. Anyways, yeah, that yeah looked uh, nice. Look, just look, like right, the, look right. just some workflow stuff like that, where you're not having to worry about like right now going into full screen is kind of. A commitment to that space, right? And they're making it <laughs> commitment. Uh, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. It's a lifelong commitment to, <laughs> because uh, you can't do anything else in there. But now it seems like you're really can. married to that space. <laughs> yes, it's yes. true. Although, as someone who works with a 34-inch monitor, I, I accidentally press that button and it's like, ah, <laughs> slow down, <laughs> no. Yeah, but full, I can see if you're on a laptop, that, that'd be quite handy. It yeah. doesn't work for you, does it? Full screen at all? But I guess, yeah, 12-inch, like 12, 12, That's made for the 12-inch MacBook, yeah. right? 
Yes. Do you, could you? You're going to be split split screening some apps then on the 34 inch. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't tend to do what that. Is 34 inch. What? What's 34? Oh, Russell has That's like my a monitor at work. He has oh. like an LG. Oh, the widescreen. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy thing. That it's just like the crazy long rectangle. Yeah, it has the worst color in no, the world. It's so no, bad. No, no, I had no, to use one of those no, in my no, old no, job. No, no, it's no. terrible. No, the, so you got to get the LG one with the IPS panel. Really nice. Yeah, maybe Russell's. Uh, yeah. Can you rotate it as well? Uh, no. It like hit the roof if you rotate it. It's like it's pretty big. Smashes the bang bang. Although I did once as a joke, rotate one of my monitors and put the iOS simulator on there when it went like 3X because it filled up the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a 27-inch iPhone. It was good. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Speaking of iPhone. Okay, so iOS. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in particular that stood out to you guys is awesome. Lots of refinements, yeah. obviously. I guess all the spotlight stuff again looks looks yeah. really cool. It's it's and yeah, lots of refinements again. So it's um, it's gonna be hard to know until we start playing with it. But as developers, how does that impact what you guys are gonna do with your apps? The the spotlight stuff, the search API. I haven't looked into it yet, but they said there was an API for it, and yeah. there, there's obviously some way to plug into it. And then they've got that concept of deep linking as well, mm-hmm. where I think you can go from one of those to like directly into like a pages somewhere in your app, so you don't have to kind of navigate in again. So that's. I mean, we don't make recipes, which is the one they always use, but I, I'm sure we'll find like a, a really good use for that. So it'd be cool. Search, searching checked, by show or by yeah, like, like, episode. I'd, yeah, like play me episode nine of Design Details, or at the very least, just play Design Details in Pocket Cast. Episode be. nine was a particularly good one. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> good taste. You know what I mean? Just being able to like, yeah, Siri, play me Pocket Cast or whatever. That'd be, that'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I've been trying to get that for a while now. Like, I, I ride a motorcycle. I, I have gloves on. I cannot touch a screen. But I do have an intercom in my helmet that has Bluetooth. Ooh. So I can be like, open podcast. I'm sorry, you have to unlock your phone. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It, it can understand me, but it just doesn't get me there. Hmm. So we'll see how that goes. If it can actually complete an action, that would be perfect. <laughs> when you guys are watching the keynote, do you kind of just soak it all in? Or do you get distracted thinking like with each presentation, oh, can I do that in my app? How is this going to impact my work? Or do you just kind of sit through it, get get it all done, and then go into the sessions and really dig in uh, sometimes i take notes because it happens really quickly and you have to you know you want to make sure which you've got it once you've got the overview you need to go and you know read up and see see what sure. the actual finer details are so um so you mostly just kind of like get through the presentation and then dig in later yeah 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 although every now and again like for example the ipad they announced the you can run two apps at once basically yeah. and i just freaked out at that point because I remembered how much work it took to get onto like all the different phones, and I'm like, no, I think, no. I think you and everyone else who's going like that. But then, well, but then you're, it's, it's you're iPad like, Air two only for now. Well, you can only run two at once, like full, like all the time. So but you can't can do the swipe over. I think you can have it half, half, two. or like three quarters, one quarter. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. only have them both like in front at the same time on an iPad two, but you yeah. can do the swipe over where it like pulls an app in and then yeah. do something and then push it back out and go back to the main app. It kind of like freezes the... Yeah, that, that the one doesn't app. look too bad because that looks like a taller iPhone, like when it's just yeah. snapped in the side. The one that freaked me out was when they were both square and like sitting next to each other. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what happens like when that... Because we, we have auto layout as developers. It's two right? iPhone 6 Pluses. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's two iPhone 6 Pluses if you cut like a bit off the bottom of each one. So they, they give us all these tools as developers. They're like, here's auto layout. You know, it's magical. It mm-hmm. does everything. And it, it is pretty cool. But it's it's... 
it's not like you test it in every single scenario possible because you don't know like what the screen size is going to be like so i'm just yeah just waiting i hope i'm pretty sure that's something they don't enable unless you recompile hopefully it seemed like something that was certainly for the the one that was iPad Air 2 only, it seemed like it was opt-in. It was, there was something. Okay. I can't remember exactly what was said, it but seems, it, it seemed like it was basically you have to... So as soon as that comes out, flag. it's going to be a while before we can actually start using that with our normal apps. I don't know. I'd have to look in, but I assume so because it would break a whole bunch of well, apps. Speaking if you just, of like, recompiling though, they just introduced app thinning and app slicing, which yeah. seem like a perfect fit for things like that. Like only push the part of it that, that handles that onto the iPad 2 or... No, so app thinning is more just about reducing the file size of the actual yeah. thing you're downloading. So every app that you build nowadays has like a 32-bit binary, has a 64-bit binary, but your device only needs one of those, but mm-hmm. you still get both of them anyway. It has, you know, you guys, the designers, 1X, 2X, like 3X assets or whatever. Your phone only needs one of those sets. So I think they're finally doing the thing where they're like, we know what phone you have when you hit the download button. We'll just give you those bits that just your phone needs. Because they seem to be pushing um, really hard for trying to get storage space back. Which is good because yeah. they yeah, still yeah, ship yeah. a 16 Great. gig iPhone. Which, <laughs> which seems to make more sense with iOS 9 than iOS 8. So that's, it, that's, it does. that's good news. In, in, good news. in all fairness, it does. I mean, 1.3 gigs for iOS 9? Yeah, that's what I said versus, yeah. was it 4? 4. 4. I think that's, that's how much free space you need to install. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. That's, yeah. that's a lot better. I mean, yeah, heaps better. Very yeah. clearly. Yep. So I'm very happy with iOS 9 and, um, and the iOS 10 update being those kind of refinements. And, and, and also, it sounds like lots of performance because of metal and... Just lots of cool stuff. And battery battery life gains? From, uh, yeah. Up three hours? Yeah. Plus, Wait, no, up one three hour? hours in power saving mode plus one extra hour normally, right? Yeah, one up one funny. hour normally that's plus great. three. Yeah. And open source Swift, someone mentioned in the yeah. chat. Yeah. That got that's the big biggest deal. cheer like I've ever yeah. heard. Like, that know, was insane. It just went for like ages. Woo! In fact, I bet if the entire keynote was just... Just one, one, one slide was just open source Swift and that's all we're doing this year. It still would have got the cheers. Could you guys I mean, talk about like a little more about what that means to you as developers? and, and- Yeah, so, so, so the biggest thing it means to us is that um, if we wanted to run it on a server, you, you can. Like Apple is giving us the compiler and all the, the tools that go with it. It doesn't mean we can magically build like Swift apps for other platforms. Like you'd still need to create everything that goes around that. But previously today, you weren't allowed to. So the Swift license was you could try and make it compile under Linux and run it as like your server mm-hmm. language, but well, they announced it specifically for Linux, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was quite unusual. So what it means now is if you have some logic that you want to write in Swift or you're really comfortable in Swift, it means potentially once people build out a few more tools, you could actually run that as your your server language as well. And I guess that was that was always how Apple was pushing Swift. They're like, it's good. You could write an entire OS in it. You could write like a tiny little app. You can write like a really small project or you could write, you know, these giant things. Didn't they say Swift was written in Swift? Yeah. I think when they first announced it, I was like, that's some Inception <laughs> shit. Like, I have no idea how that works, but... It's like when you meet Xcode engineers and they're building Xcode in Xcode. And sometimes they have to debug something in the debugger of Xcode, like, while trying to... Yeah, it's just... <laughs> My Sounds brain is like working my job. I, I think that's normal for mature languages, though, isn't it? Like yeah, C, yeah. C is written C, C plus is written C plus, and yeah. Seriously, but it is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. once they get mature enough to use, so yeah, they use Scala View to design Scala View. <laughs> All right. Not yet using Scala to design Scala, but hopefully one day. I don't understand it, but all right. Uh, the keyboard is really cool. The new yeah. keyboard thing. Two fingers on the keyboard. Yeah. That, I'm really excited about that. I think there's a that's couple other awesome. apps that do that anyway. Uh, I think, do you guys know Federico Vitici? 
Yeah. Yeah, so he works from an iPad. I think at that point he probably had a heart attack because he's just like sitting in his house and he's just got multitasking and now he's got that fancy swipe keyboard and he's just like... Oh. <laughs> uh, we were sitting right next to Mike Hurley and Stephen Hackett. Ah. And Mike freaked out when they announced Apple Pay for UK. That oh, yeah, amazing. that was a good moment. That was pretty funny. Because the room was quiet except for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Whoa! That was pretty great. It's crazy. One day we'll get to Australia. One day. Yeah, we don't have, but we have lots I, of NFC. Every single, every almost every single shop throughout the whole of Australia has NFC terminal signals. I tap, yeah, I had heard uh, yeah. Chris Martin actually told me that you guys were like way ahead of us on NFC. Yeah, so every credit card has a little NFC chip in it, and you just like boop, and the transaction's done. I think as long as it's under a hundred dollars, there's no signing, there's no anything. Wow, you just tap it, and you're done. Like two seconds later. Yeah. So I have a chip and pin card. Yeah, we've just started thing. getting those here. Mm. Yeah, I've never awesome. used. I know it's NFC, Still but used Apple Pay yet either. So okay, on that note as well, the only piece of hardware announced today was a square card reader. (laughs) (laughs) It was the wrong round rect. They should have done an Apple TV. (laughs) So close. That looks good, but we don't have have Square in Australia. Although I think it's coming. Square, the pain. I never considered that it wasn't everywhere. (laughs) Like it's it's so... I mean, it's everywhere here. Right, right. Absolutely everywhere. Yep. I, I just hadn't considered that it wasn't in every country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess... Oh, wow, we're spoiled here. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's San Francisco. Yes. We get everything first, I guess. Yeah. I, I did meet some Italians in line, though. They don't even have the watch yet, so... At least Australia's ahead of someone at something. Yeah, we, we're usually first here now. We weren't always, but we're first here for watches and phones. It's just and more iPads. expensive to get everything over there? Um, actually, I heard video on... games are extremely expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But certainly for Apple stuff, um, the the obviously the exchange rate fluctuates a lot. But mm-hmm. there's there's some there's definitely been certain times when um, Australia's been one of the cheapest places in the world to buy Apple stuff. I don't I don't know why, and it's usually not too bad. It's not worth. It's it's generally not it's worth buying to stuff here. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I think it's that they only set the price when they release a new product. So if the exchange rate absolutely drops. They'll leave the price as is until like a new product comes out, and then they'll readjust them all. So sometimes we get really good deals. So our yeah, our sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. <laughs> One of the interesting decisions that they made was from like the the Siri Spotlight search, yes, where you would tap into something, and then your status bar gets taken over with like a back to search. Did you guys see that? It hides your data coverage. Yeah. What do you think? That yeah, that looks like a bit strange, but it's drastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they've got the, the normal uh, the normal status bar expansion method they use for calls and for um, uh, audio recording and a whole bunch of other stuff. So it doesn't use that, does it? It uses something else. Yeah, new. I was surprised you didn't like push down from the top. Instead, it actually covers up the, the data. Yeah. Like, it's meaningful stuff, especially if you're going to the internet. I mean, like, that's valuable. Is, yeah, yeah. What if it takes you somewhere and the page isn't loaded yet and you don't know why? Is that the best design decision? or I think it's terrible. Like and it's a, running it's a 20 room. point button. Like, yeah. that's not brilliant. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what yeah. happens with that. I mean, it's a beta. It's a beta. So it feels like that's the kind of thing that really wouldn't... That's not going to be hard to fix if they yeah. decide it's not right. It's like the swipe button on the first version of iOS 7. Like, oh, it was yeah, yeah, weird. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. something they can fix. Yep, yep. 
Oh, and apparently the keyboard now goes lowercase when you press the shift yes. button. Is that yes. true? They fixed the shift button. Really? Oh they actually yeah. fixed the shift button. Oh, what is it? Once and for all. Apparently the, the letters the keys go lowercase. Go lowercase or uppercase. <coughs> Android. Oh, well, that was, <laughs> that was an easy fix. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yes. which is the fix people were suggesting I, five years ago. They're I think like, they on actually, Android, when I press this button, this is what happens. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's, it's just not readable and it's not this and it's not <laughs> I think that. they actually darkened the shift key as well when it's not active. Wow, double whammy. Yeah, Excellent. I like pretty that. good. That's good. I mean, that's great. They fix I've, it both ways. All for, <laughs> all for those kind of refinements. I think that and the keyboard cursor thing are going to be the, my two favorite features for iOS 9. It's, which it's, is, it doesn't feel discoverable. I don't know if I normal people too. will figure it out. But that doesn't really matter. I mean, you've got landscape uh, iPhone 6, iPhone 6 Plus. You've got the buttons anyway. So it's it's one of those features where you can, you can do it another way. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's like a keyboard shortcut or like something else, you know, lots of other... Undiscoverable That's things fair. like context menus, right click, force touch, heaps of them. That's fine. It's for pro users. I'm just thinking, like, at what point do you make some of those really thing, really awesome use cases more accessible to non-power users? Like the things that can make them better. But as a non-power computer. user, you just long press on the screen, but you and you, then you drag those two little blue things. That's how you'd select text. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, they can still do it. It's just like I know it's not as good, yeah. but it, like you've got like Mark says, you've got a way. They're to do the it. people it's... who browse for documents and browse for <laughs> applications instead of searching and use Launchpad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rookie move. Um, what else? That was not designed for you, Mark. <laughs> hey, I, I I have noticed that you're running um dark mode, Brian. That's pretty cool. He loves dark mode. I'm, I love dark. I mode. can't dark look mode? at dark mode. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, dark mode's the best. All the icons, Wait, that menu bar looks so bad. Ex- uh, that was the best change for Yosemite, good. dark mode. Yes, agreed. Yep. Are you dark mode? No, no, light mode. So it's light this side, dark that side. Sorry. <laughs> Come to the dark side. Light I turned mode. it on. I'm like, light eh, mode for life. I don't like it. But the dark is so much better. It's so Why? weird, Bryn, because you're oh. always about getting Chrome out of the way, and this is like a way to have it sort of blend into the, the bezel. Yeah, which is the best. It's so nice. Which I, I want- don't think it blends into the bezel. I think what? the icons bother me, and they look thick, and they look gross. We, 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 we really can't be friends, well, can that's we? <laughs> <laughs> you guys clash on every single opinion. What else do we clash on? Well, I'm trying to think all the design changes they made. Like the multitasking is now like this really blurry, slidey drawer instead of the... Blurry, slidey drawer. Yeah, and it you goes horizontally, doesn't it? Instead of... It's horizontally yeah. and it like, Which it's is, like on a rotating carousel. I mean, that's carousel. great. It shows so much more of the content at once. Yeah, I think so. Like if you have something in focus. Although it is and a bit, it shows, but then all, you can see four things at once. It is a little bit of Windows Vista though. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. The arrow or whatever. Yeah, arrow well, it slide. was 3D like and like the carousel style thing. But mm-hmm. I think it's an improvement. So Yeah, it, it feels better to me. I mean, uh, Jean-Marc Denis installed it on his phone and he was sending screenshots out and it looked great. Those are the kinds of things I wonder like what prompted that big of a change? Was that data or just people not knowing how multitasking works or was that just more of a subjective design decision like oh we think this is gonna be better i don't know i just wish i knew how those decisions were made and you never will because i never will sadly okay i'll just sit here wondering so so the weirdest most awful part of the day apple music what what do you guys think are you gonna use it is is it worth talking about really yeah, just <clears throat> uh, I'll probably use it. I mean, the, this is the coolest or the weirdest part, if you like. So, it for about point five of a second on the screen was an Android phone, and Apple are actually making an Android. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, that, yeah. I, is- I thought that was amazing. Like, you know, it's twenty fifteen. We're sitting here, Apple, like, are making a first party. Like, so are they going to give thirty percent of the the uh, subscription price to Android then, or to Google? 
No, it seems to be free. Oh, you think if they use their in-app purchase thing, that would be interesting. That would I didn't be even think really weird. I can't imagine them ever doing that. Like, I, I think there was probably enough discussions that went on They'll do it on the web. That could be like, can we just leave the Android people like out of this? And they're like, no, like we need them. They're like, ah. They would have had to like go and hire Android developers and like set up a team. And I was thinking it's super weird when people are like, oh, they'll never make an Android app. I mean, they made a Windows app. Yeah. That was... But that was a point of hot contention internally, apparently. You know, as Interesting. As maybe this go. one was too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. <it> was. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you can pretty yeah. much lock that down. So, that, so they may, be, may not be giving 30% of the money, but they're certainly giving usage data. It's like a drink of water in hell. <laughs> <laughs> that probably is what they'll say when it comes out. No, I, I just find it interesting that it's it's like... I've never seen from Apple an acknowledgement that Android is a success in the marketplace. Like whenever you see Android on an Apple slide, it's always like, aha, ten percent. Like, That's, yeah, good luck that with exact that. Graph we were talking I've shown about. that so many times. And well, I just the, sit there. Seven percent like, for Windows eight point one. Yeah. <laughs> and then Android down at the bottom, Amazing. and everyone laughs. And I was like, ah, but Russell yeah, will explain. But, like, I'm like, no, I don't have half an hour to explain to to you how this works. But it's yeah. But it's funny that the, this is probably the first acknowledgement we've ever seen that it. it is an actual viable platform. Like maybe it's not as good as iOS, like in their mind but you have to be there yes yeah interesting but it it looks like it's very much just beats shoved into itunes yeah someone commented that that four of the five tabs were all about the new streaming service and the very last one was you still had your music in there well didn't they have radio before they just yeah radio was featured one radio and now there's gonna be that beats one 24 7 beats one radio with Which Z- with Zane Lowe from uh, New Zealand is <laughs> simultaneously really cool and also really weird that they're bringing uh, radio back. Like uh, I find that weird. And and yeah, I don't know. The emotional push that they made, which I don't think they emphasized enough, was having a shared listening experience around the world. Which yeah, doesn't exist too much right now. Why is that valuable though? I don't know. That's kind of cool. If you're listening to the same music as millions of people around the world at the same time, that could be. Yeah, when I was I, when I was in music France, connects people. I, I'm all, I'm all for um what do they call it? Beats one, whatever. It, what mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, beats one, beats one. I'm I'm all for that. That's great, fine, whatever. But there's plenty of other radio stations that have uh radio sure. apps. Yeah, you, yeah. You can have a shared. They said experience. It was all London, good stuff. New York, and they're just LA get yeah. a lot of press and attention. So the I mean the English speaking countries, but like when I was in France and Italy, no one was listening to English music. Everyone was listening to like their own like native language music. Which makes that sense. Does, yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> but it's like they're, they're, they they made no announcements as far as international coverage at all. Right, but at least beats one. And that as soon as I saw so that, where's I'm, two I'm, I'm and think, three? I'm thinking Radio One. So it's like uh, BBC. Yeah. You know, it's like That's the exactly BBC Radio yeah. Service, and they'll probably add more channels. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a success. Makes sense. Why not? Yeah. All right. So do, do you guys reckon it'll be a success? Like, what do you think? The radio station, I don't think will go very far. No, I can't imagine. Not if not if the other pieces Spotify. Well, that's the other thing they announced. The first three months is free, and I wonder if that's an it's attempt suck. to finally like push audio <laughs> off, you know, over the cliff, basically. And the the family sharing is a pretty good deal. Yeah, four, fourteen ninety nine, and you get to share it with five people. Fifteen bucks, six, yeah, six with six family members, which is yeah. a pretty wow. good deal for unlimited. It's music. like the new Netflix sharing, but for music, right? Especially with everyone having their own playlist and everything, right? I don't know. You guys gonna use it? Like the switch from Spotify or RDO or whatever you're on. I'm not the person to ask. I didn't. I haven't used anything. I haven't. I, I haven't used iTunes Match. I haven't used. Where do you listen to music? I buy stuff. I just buy it from iTunes. Yeah, from iTunes. So I'm terrible. I sync with the cable. 
<laughs> Mark uses launch. Mark, launch what launch year is it? Blowing my mind. The cable. He writes his. Uh, you do so many things so Texas. smartly. <laughs> I'm beginning to doubt that I should ever edit at one uh, X now. Like uh, I'm starting to doubt. Oh, one X is the right way to go. No, no. Uh, okay, so can I qualify that a little bit? Okay. Um, I used to write music, and I've got a lot of stuff that's um, that's not on any. You know, it's not on any service. It wasn't ever for sales, like demos and stuff from other people and lots of things I've worked on. And I just have a massive catalog of stuff that really isn't available and won't won't ever be available anywhere else. And so um, and I don't mind buying music. I'm, I, I like buying music. So I've found that I can generally just buy everything I want. It's all on iTunes anyway. So um, I can listen to it anywhere. And I'm generally, because I work from home, I don't really have a, a commute. So everything's on everything's on my Mac anyway. So it's really. Do you ever not- dabble with one of the streaming services? Um, I haven't. I mean, that's what I probably do. I'd probably just do both. I'd probably just have dabble. Spotify and and iTunes, but not iTunes Music, Apple. which is now basically Spotify. Music. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, maybe. I mean, if is I- it Apple Music? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I've always thought. I've always thought I'd, I'll probably end up with a combo, but I'm. Yeah. That, I'm really. I'm. I'm all for. I'm all for just buying something if I if I like it. I'll just buy it. So and then I. Got a copy of it without that's DRM because I mean, there's been some other stuff that I've. Oh yeah, the, it brings back DRM. Well, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. That I, I, I saw, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure it's quite. It, it's it's quite Neil like Patel. Everything's yeah. gonna be <laughs> right, overly right, aggressive, right? But but that is a fair point because there's been um, there's there's been some content that has by no fault of, of iTunes and Eddie Q and Apple TV and whatever else, but there's certainly there's content that comes and goes and that'll come and go based on um, like movies will come and go based on uh, deals with cable companies and, you know, distribution windows and all kinds of garbage that we really don't care about and regional deals and things expiring. And, and that's, it just kind of sucks if there's something you like and you've um, you may have streamed it, as part of a service you're paying for, or you've, you've, you've even rented it in the past. So you've, you've paid for it, but you, you know, you, you only paid for it for a small window of use and then you want to watch it again or listen to it again. And it's disappeared just because the artist or the um, distributor has decided mm-hmm. that they don't want it on that service anymore for whatever reason, like Taylor Swift, you know, that's, if you'd have bought it and it down, it had been downloaded, then they can't, they can't take it from you. It's, it's just a file on your hard drive. <laughs> so, I'm not that crazy. I'm really not that crazy. <laughs> You're talking very logically. Speaking of which, uh, as far as things getting pulled, I thought workflow was going to get pulled right away. Do you use the yeah, app yeah, workflow? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was going to get pulled right away. So I, I've i never used it, but I downloaded it right off the bat because I was like, this is going to go away at some point. You know, and it they, got an Apple Design yeah, Award today. Yeah, Apple Design Award. Good on them. I mean, that's cool. That's, that's great. Cool. That's cool. It is, it is that's weird. That's like a totally different Apple though. It it is well no. That, that no. Doesn't feel like <laughs> it's the same. I think it's exactly it's the same Apple we've always, always had, and I, I guess that's always the um, that's a difficult part about being on the App Store. It's especially for indie developers where generally uh, indie developers will be the ones doing the things that are on the fringe that are maybe not obvious to Apple when they've created the frameworks, and then someone will you know I think they'll generally find the the areas where maybe the the, the holes haven't been plugged yet. Mm-hmm. And and you just never know. And I've, Russell's been in a situation. We've been in a situation. We've had all kinds of rejections and and phone calls. That's fine. I mean, that's that's all part of the game. But um, yeah, I guess you just never know when when you get to something whether they're going to say, "Hey, that's really cool. You did something amazing we never thought of," or, or you did something you did something we never thought of. Now we've thought of it. They'll, they'll <laughs> pull you plug in the hole. Uh, that's today do widget. Yeah, don't do it again. Yeah, I, when they reversed their decisions on the today widgets, I I didn't expect that to come either. Like that was really surprising. 
I mean, that was a little while ago now. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there's been a whole bunch of stuff. And there's obviously a conversation around that, whether it's because of the press or whatever. But No, yeah, no, no, Mark. To running to the press is never helpful. That's, that's in the document. <laughs> it's right in the guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> actually, just on iTunes, you're the only one of us four that's actually in iTunes, aren't you? That should be an exercise for the listener to see if you can find Mark's album. There you go. Is it under <laughs> your name? Uh, maybe I've never searched for my name in iTunes. Banjo with Bajango? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've got a, I've got a lot on iTunes. Really? You got more than one album? I did not know this. I have many, many remixes. Wait, what's your artist many... name? Do you want to plug it? Uh, there's all kinds of different stuff. There's probably there's like stuff going back to 1996. <laughs> that sounds risky. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he learned to use a computer and so stopped is, there. The it, time it, and space EP. Uh, no. no. No, no, no. There are other people called Mark Edwards, as I discovered. And I look for those. So. No one has that name. <laughs> no, uh, someone right in the Periscope asked if it was the Mark Edwards from Santa Cruz. Nope. I thought it might be Graham over there trolling us. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Here's Mark Edwards' app developer. There you are. Yeah, we need to change that. This is a, that's another whole story, but don't, don't worry about it for the <laughs> podcast. Wait, what's Kiss FM? Uh... Oh, that's, that's a radio station on the internet <laughs> that anyone can listen to. So um, I used to have a show on KISS FM in uh, Melbourne. And um, uh, yeah, they wanted an app and I helped them. It's, it's nice. It's, it's the, don't, don't look at it. Don't download it. It hasn't been updated in like, it's not even Retina, okay? All right, the link it's to download retina. that is in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I've, yeah, we need to move it off that account because it shouldn't be on that account. Yeah, I mean, or it should you, be updated. Have you guys watched the Silicon two. Valley TV show? Yes. Mark yes. Edwards put in uh, the radio on the internet, like he was the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That wow. that meme showed up a lot. Today. Yes. <laughs> radio on the internet. You're welcome. <laughs> you guys watch Silicon Valley? <laughs> yeah, I think it's hilarious. I, I I haven't. I really want to, and I, I just haven't haven't had time. But I will definitely watch it, especially on. The recommendation of almost every it's, single person. It's gotten person. pretty good. And uh, Lauren Brichter and Dan Petty were yeah. technical consultants on the last that one. Really? That's yeah. so awesome. Oh. That's great. At least they're getting smart people. Yeah. What else? Optical alignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, are you prepared? I'm prepared. I'm prepared. So, do, do you have the tweet, the original tweet there? I can pull it up. One of my favorite people... Actually, it doesn't matter. We're not trying to single out... Cat Noon. Anyone. She's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. We're calling her out. We're going <laughs> to disagree with her a little bit, I'm but sure that's she's fine. amazing. Well, actually... I think it's primarily Mark that will disagree, but that's fine. She said, Dear designers, using the align option doesn't mean it's optically aligned. Please nudge elements to adjust accordingly your eyes. Yes. From okay. your eyes. Okay. So it's not that I disagree, but... So what's happening with... Um, if you're using the align... Say, say you've got two things, two elements, and they have whatever, shapes, two paths, two layers, and use the... Um, the align function in probably any design tool, but certainly every single one I've, I've, I've ever used. What they do is they just, um, say if you're centering, you know, doing vertical centering, they're just going to use a bounding box for the layer and they're going to they're center that. So if you have um, like a path that's uh, really heavy on one side, it's just going to center based on the, the uh, extremities of, of all the points on that layer. Um, usually the points too. So if you have, even have a curve that hangs out, it usually won't even take that into consideration. So it's not necessarily that I think optical alignment is bad or nudging things by hand is bad, but it's more just that the, the tools are using a very, very simplified definition of, of alignment that actually isn't correct. And I think um, 
all this stuff can be resolved with with maths. You know, there's there's a there's a way to do it properly. Um, One thing it, you guys can agree on. Do we agree on that? Math is where it's at. Yeah, (laughs) Awesome, awesome. So the other thing, there was an article recently on optical alignment, which is probably what prompted this tweet, maybe? Um, The medium um, Yeah, the medium one. You guys can... We can look it up. We'll we'll put it in the show notes. It's in the show notes. My apologies to the author. I know what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's one where where, um, it was a square and a a circle. It was a a play button. A, a A triangle and a circle. Oh yeah, that was one example, okay. um, and, and and also there was a I think a square and a circle saying um, for visual weight, and it was uh, if you draw a, oh, a square and a circle. Yes, square and a circle. I thought so, you said square in a circle. I was oh, like, oh sorry, oh play yeah, button. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about the play button too. Yeah. So the um, the square uh, square and, the, and, a, and a circle. If you draw a circle that is the same um, height and width, height and width as, as a square, uh, the the circle looks visually um, like it's it's not as heavy and. Of course, it's like the square is filling the space completely, and the circle circle isn't. So therefore, if you if you match for um, if you match for area, and again, it, you have to. There's certainly a human element of it. It's not just I'm not just saying like machine learning. We just want to design by algorithm, but but we do. <laughs> well, we do. But, but but again, the same thing. If if you if you wanted them to be equally weighted, and you you had a look, and you were like, well, maybe I want the um the area to be the same. That's that's really easy to do. You just work out the maths and then yeah the circle becomes bigger which is exactly what people who are you know optically adjusting are doing but but you're optically adjusting based on something that is that is real and you can calculate it and it's um you know you, whatever the i can't remember what the area function is it's got pi in there somewhere and it's whatever the area yeah. of the circle pi r squared yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but solvers very handy for that kind of stuff. Do you guys Solver use is great. I, we I agree. So we agree. Much. See, we can be friends. <laughs> it is pi r square. You're right. Look at you. Wait, solver. Solver. S o u l v e r. It's fantastic. Oh, it's, oh, I've a, seen that. it's a. Yeah. I it's, think I used your guide to it. Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was yours. I actually yeah. just downloaded a new app that I think is exactly like Solver. But yes. Yeah, I've seen that one. The yeah. New, new me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a little. It's really yeah, pretty. It's, cool. it's pretty cool. It's pretty. I like solver better. <laughs> it is really, really cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the other thing, the other example was the play button inside a circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it was the same thing. It was the aligning the play button, the the triangle, um, the play triangle mm-hmm. glyph, whatever. Uh, inside a square bounding box. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which isn't the right spot. If you've got like an equilateral triangle, the the center has to be based on um, a circle basically or the three points it's whatever it is it's like the distance halfway along each line and then you draw it out to the the vertice and you work out the intersection there's different there's different ways of, i can't remember the name of it but there's, there's like so many different ways of working out the the center of a triangle and the fine details <laughs> no, of no, it, in, all, in all seriousness is the one bit of what you're talking about i actually understand because i've visually centered triangles inside circles before they, you no, have, you have. We're using maths. You, you, you have never. Maths. You, you have, don't do play yeah. buttons. That's why right. you, you have lots of circles yeah. and lots of. <laughs> With actually, and actually I, the, it works out to. I forget. There's there's a formula that I just invented. It probably existed already, but. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you invented it for you. <laughs> I, I invented it for me. That's right. And yeah, you apply this, and then you just you do it. You move it down. It looks looks perfect. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. You're right. It's not centered. Centered. So it depends. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is for optical adjustments, I'm all for them, but at least it's good to know why you're doing it. And 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 it's there actually is math. There is math. If if you wanted to work it out perfectly, yes. sure, just nudge it. I'm I'm all for that. I do it all the time. Everyone does it. Of course you do it. But um, if I think it's important to know that you, it's not that you need some 
human element in it to make it perfect. It's like there mm-hmm. there would be a way to work it out if you needed to. There's there's a reason it looks perfect. Yeah, you, there's you a reason it looks the, perfect. Uh, the yeah. rusty and it theorem. comes down to math. Yep, exactly. It's not feeling, Brian. I, I should write it's a book. Not <laughs> the rusty theorem. Everyone everyone needs this. The rusty theorem. Does it? It must exist. Surely the mathematical formula for centering a. A triangle. And Do a we circle? know? We have some smart people in this room. I, I could, I could Wikipedia, but this, this, yeah, no, it's easier. There's, there's, there's different, um, there's different. I'm gonna have to Wikipedia to find out this, the different centers oh. of a triangle. Oh, oh, have you found it? Dom, so Dom, the developer on Scala, he knows all this stuff already, and he, he's <laughs> awesome with it. In the Euclidean plane, it's possible to give explicitly an equation of the circumcircle in terms of the Those Cartesian coordinates of the vertices of the inscribed triangle. So the circumcircle isn't, 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 isn't the one we want. Okay, well, <laughs> good try, Brian. I will, uh, so the, so I'll put this Wikipedia in the show notes. I believe that's the circle that encapsulates the triangle perfectly. Hmm. <laughs> but that, that would work for an equilateral. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Heavy mass. <laughs> Really good talk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe someone will come away being like, ah, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Oh, yes, the Euclidean plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word I was searching Thank for. Thank God I subscribed to the show and listened through the last hour. <laughs> uh, that looks right. awesome. Whatever you pulled up there. It looks, oh, this is, looks that, you want, is that medium post? Oh, right, oh, cool. medium post. Got it. <clears throat> also in the show notes. You had one other thing you wanted to talk about. Oh, the PDFs. <laughs> yes. Let's okay, get cool. into it. All, All right. right. Cool, cool, cool. We got time, right? Just infinite infinite time. Yeah, we, we, we have, can be, we we have can, time travel on our watches now. So. We, we can be quicker with this one soon. We can be quick. Yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll move this dial and you get an extra 10 minutes. Go. Yeah. Awesome. You got it. No, no, I don't. Actually. Been, <laughs> I, I can't spin the dial though. Does everyone in this room... No, but you got everyone the watch. in this room is wearing an Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, That's yeah, That's what I meant. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, you got five people in this room, and they're five all wearing Apple room, watches. Five Apple watches. Yeah, it, I think if you put them together, like something magical happens. We all get superpowers. Is that what we agreed to last time? All right, sorry, we cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so PDFs. Right, right. Do, do you use PDFs for um, assets in your iOS apps? Just learning about this. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so you can use a PDF asset, and that means you draw it at one X. You export it from your favorite pdf design tool and uh xcode as you build is that right that is right of course it is yes yes <laughs> sorry i'm nodding my head but I so far yes podcast. you build it correct <laughs> as you actually build it'll render the 1x 2x 3x assets and then they get um put into your app and PDFs so, it's, are vector. so it's done it's done actually at build time so yeah. in, your app still has ping files so your ios app we're talking about still has ping files on the on the device in the binary that's in the thing you upload to the app store, but the uh, just means the assets that you that you create. Um, you can you don't have to make the different versions. You can use a PDF file to do it for you. Okay, so my first concern when I heard about this methodology was that every time I I uh, export a PDF, it has terrible color. Right. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I have to look into that because it's I, I haven't I haven't found that, but I haven't done that much with. Okay. Well, actually, no. We so in. OS it's 10, just not accurate. I'm sorry. When it's OS 10 10.4 came out, Apple were recommending using PDF assets for Mac apps, and we actually built iStat menus too using tons of PDFs because resolution independence was right around the corner, and that kind of never played out. And we ended up just building different sized assets, which is way better. So I'm glad that's what happened with the iPhone and iOS, and obviously OS 10 eventually. Um, 
So color, yeah, color is one thing because obviously there's there's some stuff that happens there, but I I think that should be that should be okay with some maybe tweaks to settings. The first solution I heard of was just to export them all as black and let them color it with UI tint, which I didn't know was possible. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, you can definitely do that, but obviously it only works for an image that you want to apply like a solid color to. Yeah, well, it's for like icons especially, it seems yeah. like a good fit. Yeah. Yeah, and, and actually for icons, that's one thing where I don't mind using PDFs. That that would be okay. Um, but it's it generally what you're gaining is the convenience of not having to export the pings at different mm-hmm. sizes. And I don't. Which think is really easy in Sketch too. It's really easy in everything if you set up well. That's so true. It's, it's, it's I've, not, I've used Generator for it a few times. Yeah. I think I think anyone who's finding that to be difficult should do a little bit more research because it's not it's not that hard to to be set up to have automated exporting for different different scales. And I think. The convenience of not having to do that is um, is is far worse than the inconvenience of having to use uh, asset catalogs and mm. manually update PDFs one by one. Plus, there's a ton of rendering issues with using PDFs. PDFs come from PostScript when Adobe was writing PostScript for for printing, um, and then that, this is the the, the lineage from from where we are today with PDFs, and then it moved on to encapsulated PostScript and uh, display PostScript on Next, and then that became obviously the foundation of OS ten, and PDF came from that. And um, what that means is that they don't really PDFs don't understand display density, and they don't understand uh, different asset scales. What they can do is be vector and scale, but there's a whole bunch of stuff that won't work. So if you have um, if you've got like a, a drop, drop shadow, soft drop shadow, um, that'll be anything that can't be rendered in a PDF, anything that PDF file format won't support, um, and there's a whole range of different things that it won't support, that'll be rendered as a bitmap in the PDF, and the bitmap will be a 1x bitmap, so your 3x assets will be created from a 1x bitmap. Perfect. That's exactly yeah, what that's I wanted. Yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. <laughs> right, so there's like a minor convenience that really isn't a convenience um, that means Xcode's rendering your 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 ping images for you. That's all it is. It's not saving like disk space or anything. It's not like using SVGs for web. That would be something that I'd be more positive about. Um, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of rendering issues. and um, So and is there a value to doing it over SVG? Well, you can't use SVG for iOS. At all? At all, at all. Oh, yeah, sorry. There's, 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 people have made SVG kits and you, you can use core, core graphics directly. You can use something like paint code and you can, um, if you need to draw with code, then there's definitely ways to do it, and that's that's fine. That's totally cool, especially in scenarios where you need something to be dynamic. Um, obviously, dynamic color doesn't matter because you can use the tinting. So, and dynamic size doesn't matter because you can use the um, you can use nine part images and slicing and uh, and all that stuff actually happens and uses less less RAM because a lot of that stuff happens on the GPU anyway. So, most of the benefits people cite from from drawing dynamically, you can actually do with pings and. Most of our apps are 100% or, you know, like 99% ping because there's just no, all, all the kind of stuff, all the, all the kinds of stuff you, you'd want to do with dynamic drawing, you can actually do with, with bitmaps. And then you get the control over it, which, you know, is nice. And you get to render it on your Mac and you get to see the resu- the actual results on your Mac before it ends up in the app. And you don't have to worry about um, the kinds of issues that would also involve maybe a developer to solve. So it's kind of nice to be able to, Get it all done yourself. So I'm generally against. I think the main my main concern isn't that isn't that PDFs are, are good or bad because I think there's many scenarios where they're totally fine. In fact, the anti-aliasing shape anti-aliasing of um 
of OS ten core graphics and the, therefore the, the PDF rendering is way better than Photoshop. So that's that's a plus that actually look nicer, but there's a whole bunch of scenarios where um, it looks far worse or just doesn't flat out doesn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And the thing I'm worried about is um, people promoting using PDFs, not necessarily understanding where those boundaries lie. And I guess design young designers or designers who don't have that that knowledge available to them, using them blindly and then ending up with all kinds of terrible issues on uh, maybe even on devices that they don't even own to test. Mm. And that would be... So they have no warning. Yeah, they've got no warning. It's just, and you know, and then, and then maybe it ends up becoming, if that becomes part of your workflow, then they may not bother because they're just kind of, you know, you get lazy with certain things. So it's that, that's why it's, I, just, I thought it'd be nice to bring it up because I think it's, yeah, I think it's really important. It, it's something that has come up a lot for me recently. So I certainly appreciate it. Yeah. No doubt. It's like, a, it's like a Django article in our show. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I've certainly seen a lot of people promoting it. Again, the, the designers, some of the designers I've seen, I've seen promoting it uh, who are using PDFs are great designers and their apps are awesome. They probably know what they're doing enough to not have those issues. Mm-hmm. And probably a lot of the scenarios they're using them for are fine. That's okay. Uh, I guess it's more just if they say, hey, I'm using PDFs now and everyone else copies them. It's like, well, you got to be you got to be a little bit careful. Without any context. Yeah, without any context. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And also with the current trends, design trends the way they are, PDFs handle that okay. But in the iOS 6 era um, or, or even material design era, there might be lots of scenarios where they don't work very well. Again, because of that thing where if there's something a PDF can't handle, all of the tools that export for PDF, uh, like Adobe Illustrator and Sketch. Uh, Sketch, I haven't done that much testing with, but I definitely know how Illustrator works. And when there's a feature that that can't be handled, it just renders a bitmap, a 1x bitmap. And that's it. So say goodbye to all your detail. No one knows file types the way Mark knows file types. (laughs) (laughs) And anti-aliasing gamma. That's why we read Django. it's been awesome building Scala because most of this stuff, a lot of this stuff I didn't know previously. And it's not mm-hmm. until you start pulling everything apart and having to analyze, um, you know, diff- different tools, how, how they're handling things and, and trying to understand the inner workings as we're building, um, building Scala. It's, it's been, it's been great. It's, I, it's really, I, I think it's helped me understand these things to a far deeper level than I would have been able to just, just designing and, and not diving this deep. I haven't met many people that know that low of a level of... So free tip, don't ever ask Mark about how many bits should be used to store a color because we're going to be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We are over time. Anything else you guys want to want to plug before you go? Thank you for letting me rant. Didn't you just uh, update Django Actions? Yeah, yeah, that was a small one. It was just... um. Uh, copies shape attributes and layer style at once so you can just like one action just basically make one layer look like another layer that's it um unfortunately you can't assign uh fancy shortcuts to actions you have to use like f keys so it's the function key so it's not it's not as cool you could use keyboard maestro or something but yeah seems handy sweet and iState menus everyone out there has to get everyone they know to buy Django com I stat menus so then Scala can be finished sooner and if you don't <laughs> then it's your fault you should look at each and every one of yourselves you and heard say them. I didn't get I stat menus for five people therefore that's why Scala is not not out yet there you go well yeah. solved, solved. 
I, I got on launch day, so I'm good. I've supported Skylar my part. I've done my part. No, no, you got to get other people to buy it as well. The one copy is All not right. enough. There are uh, probably 10,000 or so of you that will listen over the next month. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's sell 10,000 copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not expensive. All right, cool. That'd help. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks for coming back out. <laughs> Anything for you? No, no. Just ask that menus. How do I pronounce your name in the intro? Oh. Uh, Russell. (laughs) (laughs) That's the part I really struggled with. Boom. Done. You now know everything about PDFs. Everything there is in the entire world about PDFs. You know it. You know what Brian doesn't know? That you shouldn't chew chips into a podcast microphone. That's not what you do when you're recording. He's a brilliant person. Really, guys. That was a fun episode. If you enjoyed it, leave us a rating on iTunes. Whether just a star rating or if you have comments for us, leave a note. We would love to read them. You can also hit us up on Twitter or at Design Details FM. And of course, if the show is something that's helping you and you're you're enjoying listening along, subscribe to it in Pocket Cast. Subscribe to it in Pocket Cast. But also vote for us at the Net Award. We were nominated for Podcast of the Year. So go to designdetails.fm and you can vote for us there. Finally, before we go, huge thank you once again to Dropbox for making this show possible. Dropbox is a free, easy way for designers to keep projects safe, send huge files in literally seconds, and really just make beautiful stuff together. It's perfect for collaborating with designers, non-designers, and keeping everything safe in the cloud so that no matter what happens to your computer, your design work is always safe. It's it's really a fantastic service. I can't uh, vouch for it enough. I've been using it for years, and I like completely depend on it. So... Thank you to Dropbox. Go to dropbox.com. Check them out. We'll see you on Monday with Allison House.